What's going on, everybody? This is Hollywood Cole back for another HK video game experience where we where we review all things video games, modern and retro. I'm here as always with Clearfire. What's going on, Clear? Oh, what's up, man? Not much. Today uh, we have a special guest, Robert, who is a avid video game collector. Uh, retro uh, video games, NES collector. Uh, we're going to find out if he collects anything else, but I know that he's got a lot of NES games. Uh, spoken to him before, and uh, he will be joining us today. What's up, Robert? Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, if y'all man, can welcome, see the dude. video that I can see right now, you can see this massive wall <laughs> of NES games behind Robert. This is so sick, man. It's like. That's like what you dream to walk into a game room and see. And they're not like the sideways where you can see the front of the cartridge. They're all on the edge, and it's a slam full. This is awesome, guys. I wish y'all could see oh, this. Yeah. I might have to get a screenshot and share it with everybody because it's su- such an awesome shot. Now, we're going to have uh, – he sent me some pictures. I'm going to scroll through oh, and I'm going to post them. That's even better. Oh, I'm going to post them. Just look at my little collection back there. And you're oh, like, oh, man. that's pretty good. And then you go to Robert's, you're like, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm so used to seeing this- Hollywood's collection. And this one – I mean, I'm sorry, Hollywood. This one dwarfs yours in comparison. It's just it's – just, it's, it's just- Oh, of course, man. <laughs> Um, it wasn't well, too long ago when I uh, I was using a case just like you were using. <laughs> I went back and I was looking at the pictures and like the the wife and I's old apartment. I was like, "Why didn't I have more games?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. We'll get into the collection here shortly. But uh, so, tell us about yourself, Robert. What do you um What do you like to collect? And what do you play? Are you a modern retro guy, or uh, what kind of video games you like? So I primarily just play the retros. Um, I think the late, I think the newest game I played was GTA Five when it first came out. So oh wow, I'm surprised I didn't hook you, pull you it, back in. It was pretty good, but nothing compares to the old ones, you know. But primarily uh, NES, NES is my my forte. I've been getting into uh, collecting more of the Famicom games. Uh, there's a little unknown system called CDI, the Compact Disc Interactive. I think um, I think once I finish the NES, I'm going to switch over to that one because it's, oh, wow. it's relatively cheap, which is the nice thing. NES is um, NES is just a little crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. The only games I know about CDI are the Mario and Zelda that sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <that's, laughs> They're pretty bad. I was going to say, yeah, I knew a little bit about that CDI like that, but nothing in-depth. Well, cool, man. Um, so you don't even, do you even have a PS4? I do not know. I got an Xbox 360 and a PS3. I think that's that's the latest. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, man. All right. Well, we're, we're gonna we'll talk chop that up here in a minute. But uh, <laughs> clear what you got in the news, dude. All right, we got some news here. So the first thing I want to bring up is the release of the Super NES games on Nintendo Switch. I haven't gotten into them yet and started playing them yet, but it seems like we've got a good little collection going on there. I know we've got Super Mario World, and we've got a few others, great, a few other great ones like that. Um, Hollywood might have, I think Hollywood has already started playing some of those and jumped into it, oh, yeah. so I'll let him pick up and talk about some more of the games there. But that's something I want to bring up because it's something new, something fresh. And also, too, Nintendo just did release the wireless any uh, Super NES controller for the Switch, so you can actually have the retro feel of the Super NES on your Nintendo Switch. Is that something you have to order and all that, like they did the Nintendo controllers, or is it you just go buy it at GameStop? It's, it's kind of like that, but I think you can. I think you have to order it through the Switch. 
I don't think you can do it like uh, going again, stop and pick it up. Yeah, because I think it's the same way they did with the NES controllers. Because if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. the NES controllers, you had to have the Nintendo online subscription to buy it. And I think they're doing the same way with the Super Nintendo ones. And it looks like yeah. Robert's giving me a big head nod. So that means I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, we knew it was coming, and thank God because that's NES games, Robert. And I don't want to, you know, we're here, we're here for you, man, with your NES collection and all. But those, those were so tiresome, dude. I was sick of them, man. I mean, we've played these games a million times, and uh, the NES ones, and we're like, come on with this Super Nintendo coming. And I, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but when I was kind of collecting myself, I kind of realized that. I'm more of a super NES kind of guy. I mean, I grew up with the N- Nintendo, uh, but, uh, you know, and so Super Nintendo is kind of my thing. So now that this came out online, it's super cool. I mean, it kind of goes back, though, how we were talking about before, Clear, uh, about how you have to have a friend's code to play with your, you know, I can't yep. just go in there and randomly find a guy to play Super Mario Kart, which I think that would be awesome, but uh, can't do it. You got to have somebody... But, hey man, you want to play Super Mario Kart tonight? Yeah, sure. And then you you know stop playing Borderlands Three so we can jump on Super Mario Kart. You know, instead of having uh, just some folks play that. But they got a couple of cool games. They got one Japanese game. I don't you can't even pronounce it. I don't know what it is. It's a puzzle game. I played it, um, and it's all in Japanese. But uh, it's just kind of a match four color um, goo like little balls of goop or something, and. Uh, and so uh, that was one of them that I didn't recognize. And they had Brawl Brothers, which I didn't recognize, which is kind of like a Final Fight clone. Or uh, well, I thought it was a fighting game, just where it's a uh, one v like a versus fighting game, but it's actually like a a beat 'em up. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it'd be fun to play with uh, my son and everything. But they they got the standard one, Super Metroid. Um, they got Stunt Race FX, which would be cool. Uh, Mario World and um, Yoshi's Island, I think, just kind of yeah. the standard big, big ticket ones for for now. But if they release them every, you know, what do they do every About, two weeks yeah, or they, something? Yeah, they release them fairly often. I'm hoping for Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, so I'm happy they did that. I'm excited. Now we're just waiting for the Nintendo 64 one to come out because you know all these games came out kind of on the uh, SNES Mini to some degree, and um, mm-hmm. so we're getting them again. You know, and so. The new, they're going to ride this train for another year or two, probably until they decide if they want to keep the switch going to do some type of Nintendo 64, or that'll be their kind of that'll be their kind of uh, killer app for the uh, next system they release. I don't know. That's my guess, but I'm glad they're doing it. Robert, do you got a switch? Uh, I do actually. I was just thinking. I'm like, man, I stand corrected, but that switch <laughs> He's got a switch. <laughs> So I, I actually picked up two switches, one for me and the wife, and uh, nice. It, uh, man, it just feels like such a classic system to me. Like it doesn't feel like a new, newer system, like a new generation yeah. system. It's like it encompasses everything. So you know, I got the original uh, NES controllers that you could order online. You know, and oh, okay, I, I, I totally agree. Like the Nintendo games were getting a little old on there. You know, it was fun playing dodgeball while you could and with and whatnot, but. It was nice because it had save states. So there, there was a few games on there like uh, Double Dragon and Blaster Master, which are notoriously yeah. hard. So yes. you can practice in them. You know, you can keep right. those save states so you can keep replaying the levels that you keep dying on and you can get further when you play the real game. Yeah, that's true. You can rewind the NES one too, right? I know oh, you can yeah. do Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's true. You can do that. And uh, they had like the Castlevania as a star. Did they have uh, Did they have the Castlevania too? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think. No, I know that I'm they thinking. released the Castlevania collection because I picked that up too. Yeah, and it what, has like uh, Castlevania one, two, three. It has Kid Dracula, which is it's great to get an American release of Kid Dracula, and then uh, yeah, it had the a uh, couple other ones on there as well. Yeah, they had the old Castlevania Adventure for Game Boy mm-hmm. that just was <laughs> abysmal. But <laughs> yeah. man, that's that's some nostalgia for me because I had that one on the Game Boy. But um. Yeah, so that that's uh that's real good, man. I, I'm I'm really enjoying that, and you know, one you can it's just seeing them in HD, you know, uh, with the uh, with the um, HDMI and all that. But you bring up a good point, Robert. I mean, wonder what, and I don't want to. I'm just debating what I want to take this rabbit hole here, but you know, what makes the Nintendo Switch seem like a classic system? You know, uh, it's it's really something, and I just and I just kind of give this example. You know, we played 360, Xbox 360 forever. We're playing Call of Duty and, and um, Minecraft or whatever. All these online games and even even GTA. And then I get my asked my wife to get me a Wii U for Christmas, the uh, Wind Waker one and uh, that year. And she did. And as soon as I plugged it in, I, uh, same thing you're talking about. It felt like a classic Nintendo system. And one of the things that I kind of immediately noticed was like man there's no pressure dude i can pause the game i can uh, i'm playing a video game again i'm not like nobody's depending on me you know per their team or anything like that you're just you're just playing a game and it's kind of at your leisure and it's just either that's nostalgia about that or that's you know it's just a different way to play and i I think i like that you know a lot better sometimes but oh yeah for sure for sure well, I want to I piggyback off of what Hollywood just said with nostalgia. I have a piece of nostalgia sitting here in my lap <laughs> that I want to bring up and point out to everybody. I wish y'all could see this, this beautiful thing here. The Sega Genesis Mini. I just got mine in the mail today. <laughs> so if you've ordered one, pre-ordered it, guys, you should be seeing them come out soon. And to my surprise, not only did I get 40 games, but I got two bonus games as well. 42 games Columns. come on this bad boy. Yeah, it's it's uh, Darius <laughs> Columns and Solitary and, and, and Tetris. <laughs> so I got Tetris on my Genesis, guys. This is uh, you know I'm pretty oh I'm, I'm, I'm tripping out over that. But you know this is awesome because it's um all, the advertisements on here. I didn't realize that it was going to be a 30th anniversary kind of sale kind of thing, and so that's really awesome. And the, I mean it looks really cool. I hadn't taken it out of the box yet or anything. And like I said, I just got it and just wanted to show that off to the to to these two guys here because. The big thing is, is I've always been a big, huge Genesis fan, so this is just eating me up. I'm so excited to play this. comes with two controllers that are basically the classic style. I'm pumped about that. So if you've ordered one of these... It doesn't have at games anywhere on it, does it? Not a single place. (laughs) It looks so beautiful. Like, it feels better. It's the official Sega seal of quality right there, baby. See, I thought they didn't Seal of quality. So they've came out today. Um, technically, I don't think they drop until the 23rd, but for whatever reason, Amazon shipped mine to me already, so. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, I'm jealous, dude. That thing is, I was thinking about that, and I was like, so what games, there's, so we've, I've heard, I've, I've busted on it before, because they have this, and Robert, you might be able to back me up on this, they've had this Genesis collection come out for every system, and it's essentially the the Genesis Mini, 
they got all of the sake like Sonic, Sonic One, Two, Three, uh, Streets of Rage, Fantasy Star. They're going to have Shining Force. All these games are on every single Genesis collection out there. But this so one has been, some couple of different things. Well, I mean, I've got a copy of Toe Jam and Earl on here. I'm excited about that. Uh, Vector Man, that's going to be a fun one. Virtual Fighter 2, I hadn't played that in forever. Excited to play that again. Uh, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Golden Axe, fantastic game. Can't wait to play that again. Uh, g- uh, ghouls and Ghosts, they say it backwards other than Ghost and Ghouls. Don't know why they did that. Yeah, I see Robert <laughs> shaking his head on that I one. I think that's the real way it's supposed to be. Um, Altered Beast. Uh, Beyond Oasis, Castlevania Bloodlines. We've That's got the new one. Comic Zones, Contra, Hard Corpse. Um, That's the new one. Earthworm Jim, Eternal Champions, Road Rash 2. Uh, oh. Dr. Robotnik's uh, Mean Bean Machine. Uh, Mega yeah. Man, uh, The Wily Wars. That's the new one. Oh, man. That's a big one right there. Yeah. Light Crusader, <laughs> Land Stalker, Kid Chameleon. I mean, Echo the Dolphin. I don't know. I don't know how many people. Yeah, I don't know how many people are prompt about Echo the Dolphin, but I mean, I kind of am a little bit for the nostalgia factor. And then you got Castle of Illusion starting Mickey Mouse. That was a fun game too for the Genesis. So there's a lot of awesome games on here, and it, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it. It's got the Street Fighter two on here as well. Um, it just, uh, I mean, I mean, tons of great games on here. So does it come with Sonic three? Uh, no. Sonic okay. 1 yeah, and 2. I didn't think, because I think Sega doesn't have the licensing to the music on Sonic, Sonic 3 because 3 of the Michael on, Jackson. Yeah, on Sonic 3, they oh, don't have wow. the licensing to the music. So. Yeah, because I guess Michael Jackson helped compose it and something. I don't uh-huh. know. Come on, Michael. He owns Happy Birthday. <laughs> we can't even sing Happy Birthday anymore. You know, <laughs> he, he literally owns the Happy Birthday song. But I mean, I'll, I'll give it credit. I mean, it's 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 it feels really it feels really nice. It feels like the uh, NES and Super NES boxes. I can't wait to break it open and check it out. But yeah, is it the six six button Genesis or the three three button Genesis? Old school Genesis cool. with the volume slider on the front and everything. So I think nice. you can buy the six button Genesis. Yes, you can. Uh, controllers separate. But I think I think Sega broke the mold on this one because you look at the NES and the SNES Classic, and they got some great games on it. Sure, but. You look at the Genesis Classic, it's everything. It's all that you could remember. And then even like Castlevania Bloodlines, all those games that even people don't remember back in the day. And that's, that's what, that is true. That's what Sega tends to do. Bloodlines, Mega Man, Wily Wars, and then uh, what was mm-hmm. the other one? Cardcore Contra. Those are games that people want that mm-hmm. are rare. Nintendo took them, it seems like, 15 years to understand that everybody wanted Earthbound. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like... Finally, you release Earthbound on the virtual console for the Wii U. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like that's how long. And uh, and they still wouldn't release, you know, it's called Mother in Japan. They wouldn't release uh, the new one or whatever, or the one that was on NES, but whatever. They just don't, they tend to just do their own thing. We've, we've kind of harped on them for a while, but well, that's cool, man. I'm glad you got the Sega, dude. I'm going to have to go look for it. I'm going to pick up my Link's Awakening tomorrow. Uh, that's right. That drops tomorrow. And I got the Mana Collection, which uh, for the Switch, which is oh, sick, yeah. dude. Oh, love, you got it, Robert? No, I don't have it, but I, I I had it in my hands. I was in Best Buy with the with the Olay. I had oh, it in my hands. I was like, hey, I think I'm gonna get this, and then I ended up not. But I'm kicking that trials myself. Trials of Mana, sick. That's the uh, second in Setsu three. I thought it was two, mm. but it's second in Setsu three, and so it's just like Secret of Mana, except for you pick your. There's th- like six characters to pick from. Yeah, so I have that in Setsu 2 on Super Famicom. 
Okay, yeah. So, is it, is it is it English though? No, no, it's it's in yeah. Japanese. But if you play it on like a Retron, you can get a translation pack for it. Oh, nice. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know that you could do that. There's that's a, the there's trend. Yeah, that's the only reason I have a, a Retron because I got a Retron Five because you can play the Famicom and the Super Famicom games on it, and yeah. uh, you can put in an SD card in there, and you can download translation packs so it'll it'll replay wow. it in English. Oh, that's cool. Is the Retron Five the one that can play like Game Boy Advance and all that? I believe so. I know that they came out with an adapter for the for the Game Gear and the Master System. There's one that's super expensive now. I thought it was the Retron Five that you because you be. could play like eight different systems on there. Hmm. It might be unless they release something different. And this is an older one, not, but uh, yeah. So I don't know you could do that with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a great game. I love those mana games. Um, but I've been enjoying that one. That's been pulling me away from Borderlands. Last night it did. As a matter of fact, Borderlands Three is what we've been playing lately. Me and Clear on PS Four burning it up. It's great, man. Oh my gosh, it's such a good game. It's hard to Yeah, the Retron five you're looking at you're you're looking at um on Amazon right now, you're looking at if you get lucky, you can buy it for hundred and thirty four dollars right now. It usually goes for around hundred and sixty. Yeah, I think that's the one that they have where you can play all the all the different systems on there. All the Sega, Master System, Super Nintendo, NES, um, yeah, it's got uh, GBA, GBC, GB, SNES, NES, Super Famicom, yeah. Famicom Genesis, Mega Drive, Master System. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And so they're they're talking about releasing a Nintendo sixty four clone, the Retron people, um, and they don't know for sure if they're going to do. Last I heard, this was months. This was a couple months ago, so maybe wrong. But they don't know for sure if they're going to do an emulator or an actual hardware uh, clone, you know. And it's different for the Nintendo 64. It's not just like the Super Nintendo or the NES. The Nintendo 64 had like two video processors or something, and they fed off of each mm-hmm. other. For an example is... Okay. And it, yeah, and they showed it at... Um, they showed a, the demo at one of these expos or whatever, and that's how everybody knew it was running on an emulator at that time. Because if you watch Mario Kart 64... You remember in Mario Kart 64, if you're going around an arena, they would have another little screen at the top in the arena in the game uh, that would show other people racing. Well, that's the two processors working. An emulator cannot do it, and it did not do it during the demo, so they knew it's going to be an emulator. So, uh, which they not they have said that you know just because that was on the emulator doesn't mean they're not going to do the hardware clone, which they need to do. I mean, that would be, I'd would, I'd be the first in line for that too. Well, that makes sense of why we don't have a, a N64 mini on the horizon because compressing that much, you know, the hardware into that small space might not, might not work out too well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it, it seems like they'd be able to get it down. I mean, but um, yeah, who knows? They just, I think they, you know, it's just so weird how Nintendo has a plan and they stick with it. Hey, we're going to release these NES minis for just so long. I don't care what the demand is. And then we're going to release it. The, and they did come back out with it. True. And then we're going to release the Super NES minis. And then we're done. Everybody's wanting these mini systems. Now, that'll, that could hurt their um, their business model. as if they're trying to sell, you know, these online services that offer these games, you know, uh, with their Switch. So, I don't know. It seems like they would if they're making money off, Hey, releasing it super NES mini two or Nintendo mini two with a different set of games, you know, I don't know. It seems like that would be a no brainer, but 
they're not in that business. They're in the video game business. And so they want their consoles to do good. They're still a contender for modern stuff, not just old school like Sega is with their Sega Mini. Um, but but anyway, so anything else, dude, news-wise? No, that's about it for me. All right, cool. Let's get into this collection, dude. So spoke to Robert, spoke to you yesterday, man. You said you had you have all but like how many games to get a complete collection? So I'm missing... 35 now i think when we spoke it was 39 but i picked up um Dang. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> picked up a co- picked up picked up a few oh wow um so let's see here 35 i'm looking at your so you collect more than just nes oh yeah oh yeah yeah i've been collecting about 20 years now okay so even since i was a kid man i remember being a kid and you know, shoveling sidewalks and then begging my mom to take me down to the to the game store. <laughs> so are these all your some of these your original ones or did oh, you like Oh yeah, a lot of them are still my original ones. Oh wow, that's okay. that's impressive. Yeah. Wow, I'm looking at all your controllers and stuff too, man. You got all kind of stuff. Dog bone controls. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, you got two NES twos. Yeah, that's cool, man. You got a Virtual Boy controller? You got a Virtual Boy in there? Yes, I do. So it's actually, I got it displayed on a little shelf because I like to show it off. That's a, that's <laughs> a showpiece right there. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> so is the NES one the closest one you have to being complete? or? Yeah. Yeah, I think the NES is the closest I have to being complete. I think after that it would be Game Gear. Because I really actually love the Game Gear. I just hate playing them on the Game Gear itself. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I loved my Game Gear back in the day. Yeah. That's another thing about, and I, I'm plugging for the Retron Five, right? But that's the other thing about the Retron <laughs> that I like is uh, you can play Game Gear on it, but you can use an NES controller while you play it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, that's just sacrilege, right. man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I know I collect NES, but I'm I'm anything but a, like a Nintendo fanboy because I went from NES to Genesis when I was growing up. So, I mean, I, I do collect a lot for Genesis as well, and I love the Genesis. It's still one of my favorite systems. Um, all the strike games, Jungle Strike, Desert Strike, mm-hmm. you know, those games uh, are just yeah. classics. So much fun. Yeah. So what four games did you pick up just recently? So I picked up Moon Ranger. Um, man, I can't, Moon Ranger, Swordmaster. You know what? I got it written down right here. <laughs> I got to keep track of this stuff in my head, you know? <laughs> so oh. Moon Ranger, Swordmaster, Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade. The Taito version of it. I still need the Ubisoft version of it. And then I grabbed... Um, it was another big one. Because I'm trying to knock the heavies out right now. I'm just trying to get rid of all the all the ones that are a little bit pricey. So I actually... One of my buddies back home bought uh, my Atari Jaguar CD off me. So I just transferred that right over to the NES collection. Oh, wow. oh and the last one was Sunday Funday. Huh. Yeah. I haven't even heard of those. It's like the... That's- you know the blue cartridge NES car- games, mm-hmm. like the blue and black cartridges that were super weird, the unlicensed ones back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- it was three of those ones. So like I, I hadn't even heard of them before. Um, you know, I, got, I started getting serious into collecting. So are you going with the eight hundred, uh, whatever? What's the eight hundred? What's the number? <laughs> I think it was uh, like eight thirteen. But no, I actually have a little more than that because uh, I'm a weirdo. And, you know, some of the games have, like, three-screw and five-screw variants. Yep. Yeah. And that's, like, if the tab on it is flat, then it's a five-screw. It just has five screws in the back of the cart. And I wanted to get all of those as well. And there's a ton Jeez, of them. So. 
You got a five-screw Tyson's Punch-Out. I do not. I don't have a Tyson's Punch-Out. I don't have a five-screw Jaws, but I wish I did. I saw a five-screw Jaws in the wild ones, but wow, dude, dude was asking a little too much for it. <laughs> so what's uh, which ones are you missing? Out of the screw variant ones or the 35? Well, no, the, uh, so, so, um, the, some of the rare ones that I know, like a little Samson, uh, $800,000 game. Yeah. So, so. oh my gosh, man. And you know, it's funny because when I was, when I was living with my old roommate back in 08, 09 timeframe, uh, we were pretty big into collecting video games. And I remember seeing little Samson's for 50 bucks, 60 bucks. And I was like, I'm not spending $60 on a game on a Nintendo game. You're out of your mind. (laughs) i don't know why like we were so we were living in the house together we were making money it was just dumb (laughs) just you know and then i look back i'm like dude i know that i turned a lot down i bet you beat yourself up for that all the time there's a couple games i beat (laughs) myself up for uh i remember when i was a kid i saw a a game it's called color a dinosaur and it's pretty rare oh yeah and i walked into the store and they had it boxed and the the cover of it. I don't know if you ever seen the cover of it, but it's just atrocious. It looks horrible. And I was like, why do I want to pay $10 to color a dinosaur? Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> and I look back. Oh man. Just shaking my head. Oh man. Shaking my head. So it's, so it's are you missing the big, the big ticket ones or are you just missing? Uh, so out of the, the just, there's actually two left that I need uh in the big tickets and that's fire and ice and secret scout and those are the last ones that i need that are big ticket but you're not talking about world championship stuff you oh get- no 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 man i if i even found one of those in the wild i'd probably sell it yeah it's just too much you know, money 20 some thousand dollars oh, yeah. like that's just yeah. too much money <laughs> yeah so, so yeah i won't I so actually, do you have a little samson then uh it's in the works right now okay in so the works I, I, all right I, it's in the works so I, I count it as i have it but it's in the works <laughs> so you have to give us a, you, you'll have to come back and give us just a little bit of a story just a, a, a okay. update on that since it's you know absolutely I, I figure there's probably a story behind that since you know it's a bigger <laughs> game to get yeah that's a pretty big one I, I i recently so i got a score um the the next biggest game is the flintstone surprise at dino peak yeah. which you know they say was a blockbuster exclusive i was actually in I'm, I'm living walking proof that you can actually get a good deal on eBay. I was, I was, I was scrolling through eBay and, and I saw it and I started bidding on it. And I think I bid like 375, 395. I bid 395 for it and I lost the bid. And I was like, man, I would have bid more, but you know, someone sniped me at the end. Yeah. And about three days go by and the, the seller messages me and he's like, hey, you were the next highest bidder and the other guy flaked. Do you want it? And I said, yeah, <laughs> send it over. <laughs> nice, dude. So See, uh, it manifests destiny in my opinion. I think it's just there you to go. Be. What I've noticed. So, well, let me let me say this. So I got a uh, my biggest claim to fame with, uh, with that is um, I was collecting for a little while and I don't have any of my original stuff. I just started getting get back into it. And I just kind of got the games that I wanted. And we're just talking NES now, but um, some of the, one of the guys, uh, one of the students that I was teaching, and they uh, they had a whole collection of NES games. I was like, "Yeah, I'll buy it from you." It's like 150 bucks. It's probably okay, man. It's probably 80 games or something, something ridiculous. 80, 90 games, 150 bucks. Well, in All there day. he had Mega Man Five. Oh, he had Godzilla Two. <laughs> And then the big one, Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, dude. And I was like, Oh man, that, you, that, <laughs> yeah. the so, music in that game is phenomenal. <laughs> that alone is like two hundred and fifty bucks. 
And, uh, yeah, Mega Man 5 is okay, but man, Tur- Tournament Fighters, that's actually a pretty good game. It is. It's like one of the only fighting games. On it. it came out like mm-hmm. 94 or something, so it was really uh, late into this system's life. So, um, And then I hadn't really collected much of anything. In fact, you know, since the hurricane came through, it's kind of destroyed. I was just talking to Clear today. It's destroyed my mm-hmm. video games, retro video game store I'd go to, and she'd give me 10% off, too, for military. And so they had Don't like, let him sound that perky. Don't don't listen to Hollywood being perky. When he told me this this afternoon, it sounded like a kid that just got his candy bar stolen well, from him. I mean, is. it was just it's he not, was so he was so sad about that, and I understand well, it's more why. Sad because I mean, my Korean I mean, restaurant. When you got a store too. that you always go to and talk about all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, it, it Hollywood was just so down. He's like, man, I'm driving by my store. It's gone, dude. It's gone. Yeah. I mean, it was just like yeah. so solemn. Yes, yeah, because they have no plans on trying to fix it again. I mean, what can you do? But uh, she was hooking me up. She had a demon. What was it called? I see that. I see it's like a Conan the Barbarian on the front. It's called like Demon Sword or something or Sword Master, maybe. Sword Master, yeah. Is that it? It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's pretty. So I actually, that's one of the ones I picked up, man. And uh, once again on eBay. And sometimes, you know, you just get on eBay and you're looking at something and they're asking, like around the asking price. And then. I just put a, I put, they had a, don't offer, I'm just saying, don't put or best offer unless you want people to send you offers. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, true that. I, I sent him an offer and I, I figured he was going to counter me. So I sent him an offer and he took it and I said, well, okay, let's do it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So um, what is the most expensive game you got there? Uh, it would be the surprise at Dino Peak, I believe, okay. would be the most expensive NES game that I, 500 I currently bucks or so. have. I think it's up to like eight or nine. Oh, really? Right nice. Yeah. Wow, so it jump. keeps shooting up. And I talked to other collector friends and we're all in the understanding and agreement that Surprise at Dino Peak is actually a lot harder to find than at Little Samson. Little Samson, pretty much dime a dozen. Not, I mean, obviously not. But if you go on eBay or you go up to someone and you're like, hey, I'm looking for a copy of Little Samson, they can find it for you. But yeah. oftentimes and not, if you go on eBay or these collector sites and you're looking for Surprise at Dino Peak, it's just the market's dry. It's just so weird how that is. Like Earthbound is a di- is a dime a dozen, but it was two hundred fifty mm-hmm. bucks last time. You know, I think it's going down a little bit because it's on virtual consoles now. But that's the only way you could play it, and that was yeah. weird how some of these games are like that, and some of them aren't. Yeah, you know, it's where the rare yeah. ones. You know, I co- I correlate it to like the whole Final Fantasy VII thing when, on PlayStation because for a while Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation was just you know it was a hundred dollar game. And then they started releasing on the virtual consoles and stuff like yeah. that. And it, it, it's back down to a normal price, you know, 35, 40 bucks you can pick it up for, but yeah. which is fair in my opinion. Uh, and it's a great game too, but they've released it so many times, yeah. but that's one thing I don't think they'll do with little Samson. Cause um, I know that the company that made it, they don't long, they don't make video games anymore because games like little Samson and they made a, a couple other ones. Like they made a, a, a Japanese game as well. They, they only made a few video games and they just they weren't received well at the time and now people are going back and they're saying holy crap man this is one of the best games on the system or this is one of the best games you can play yeah and so it, it really raises that collector's market and i wouldn't i don't i would never foresee nintendo reaching out to get those licensing rights again 
So, I mean, y'all kind of alluded to it, and I want to ask this question. Y'all kind of alluded, alluded to it with uh, talking about the Final Fantasy VII and uh, it being released on the virtual consoles. Do you think that, like, you know, with you know, just using Final Fantasy VII as an example, you know, with it coming out with its remake here soon, do you think that 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 you know that happening and that stuff happening? Do you think that that's diluting some of the value on some games? I would say yes, but in a good way. Really, to be honest with you, and you know, I talked to my I talked to my buddies, and I talked to you know the one of my main friends about this. And to be honest with you, I I just want to play the games. Like that's what I want to do. They could all be worth a dollar, and I'd be I'd be tickled pink because it would just give me and everybody else the opportunity to play these games. Um, but yeah, so you have like people who would save up their money to get like a copy of Final Fantasy VII. But now that it's easily accessible, I mean, you can even download it off a of, off of Steam if you'd like. Now that it's more easily accessible. Uh, they they don't have to worry about saving up that money to buy it, you know. So I think it it has brought that market down a little bit because a lot of your just casual gamers are just able to attain it. So there really has to be a push in the retro gaming community for the collectability of the item to 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 keep that price high. But some games it does, you know. Earthbound is still a very expensive game, even though it's been released digitally. Yeah, but. It, it, once again it's just it's fun people remember it people have that childhood memory of playing earthbound when they were growing up and they want to own a physical copy of it that's because say holding that cart there's just something special about mm-hmm. holding that cart yeah well, there's some security there too it's like you know, no matter what happens in games i'll always be able to play my final fantasy 3 on my super nintendo <laughs> as long as it didn't break right I don't oh have- absolutely and just just as seems just as you know you guys are saying it's it's the ability to hold it to have it to own it and it's like that nostalgia i mean it's nostalgia really is what driving everything but it, it's a love you know it's a love for collecting those games it's it's like bringing back memories past if you're having a bad day you can just come in put that game on and all of a sudden you know you're not thinking about what's bothering you anymore you're thinking about playing this game you're thinking about the good times yeah that's right um What's the what's like the best deal you got on a game? He's talking about something oh. the other day. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I got a couple good deals. Um, one of them was actually on Godzilla Two, so I got Godzilla Two in the box, and I walked into this flea market. I was driving home from Pennsylvania back down to Florida. I was driving home, and I stopped in this flea market just randomly. They just so happened to be open. I walked in, and they had Godzilla Two box there. It was like fifteen bucks, and I was what? like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, sign me up, absolutely. But I think. <laughs> I think the best deal that I got oh gosh, in a game dude, that's like a, what would that be 300 bucks or something for uh, that yeah, box. It's, it's around there right now yeah but I was I was down in St. Augustine and there, there was a little flea market down in St. Augustine and I go up to this booth and the guy's selling old NES games and I pick up a copy of Mario 3 because I'm like you know hey man maybe I want to just start collecting Mario 3s it's a classic I was like hey how much do you want on this Mario 3 and he's like 35 bucks I was like no man you're out of your mind this was back in 2009 2010 I was like yeah. just because it says Mario doesn't make it rare right. I think but, it does <laughs> yeah but then he had gun neck next to it and I picked up gun neck and I was like how much do you want for this one he looked at the label and he's like I don't know man give me five dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh like how much is gun neck worth now I didn't need- <sighs> It's in the Not twos, even, I think. Oh I my gosh. But you were happy to hand over that five or four, weren't you? Oh man, I'd have paid ten for it. <laughs> <laughs> they do the same thing in this little uh, flea market I was at. At um, you know, you try to get. So here's a little tip for for your H and Ks, H and Kers out there. There's a um, 
<laughs> you go to the flea market and you think, you know, I'm going to look at like these five screw variants. A lot of people don't look mm-hmm. at that. Uh, even if you find a Mike Tyson five screw or a Jaws five screw, you know, um, and they just think it's another Mike Tyson because they're just, they've more than likely that vendor just knows that video games are valuable and he just is flipping them. He's not, he doesn't know anything about it. Didn't grow up with them. Anyway, I pulled up on the scene to one of these and he had, he had some rare stuff, man. He had Dracula X. He had uh, probably Bloodlines. Uh, he knew his stuff, though, but he had a Mar- tons of Mario Brothers and Duck Hunts, right? How much? I just said, how much is that Mario Brother? Oh, it's $15. I said, dude, that's like, you can go find one on a sidewalk somewhere right now if I just walked outside long enough. You know, like they're, they're <laughs> everywhere, man. Yeah. I mean, there's that's the, probably the best, you know, most proliferated game out there. And, um, oh, it depends on the condition. I'm like, dude, I got some great conditions. I'll sell them to you for half that. <laughs> you know, like, I'll just go keep flipping Mario <laughs> Brothers to you. But uh, he did have, I think it was Dracula X. He wanted like 150 for it. Um, I was looking at the Turox, and I can't remember which one it is. I think it's the one of them's a black edition or a gray edition, and I can't remember. That's the rare one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rage of Wars or Rage Wars or something is like that. Is it the gray edition? That's yeah, rare. the gray editions. Yeah. It's super rare. And so he had a whole stack of those and one gray edition in there. And I was like, uh, is that? And he goes, well, if it's the gray edition, it's worth it. And I was like, all right. And then I'm not even going to ask you to get it out yeah. there. No telling you'll charge me $6,000 for it. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so uh, the tip is go look for these different variants. And some of the five screw variants are the, when they're most common five screws. You can find a, uh, a three screw. That's the rare version, you know. Um, mm-hmm. so most of the black box early early versions are five screws. So if you can find a three screw version, some of these games there where you got to just go learn these different things. Uh, and like, like you're talking about the Flintstones at Dino, Dino peak, I messed up and got up the Flintstones. Uh, what's the other one? There's another Flintstones. Out. Rescue a Dino and Hoppy. Yeah. And yeah, it was in a box a and, and I was like, Oh, it's like $15. Yeah, I'll take that. I and mean, it's worth about 20 bucks, you know, whatever it was, it wasn't much, but still I, good deal though. Yeah, it's good. So, and I just, you know, I just set it up there on the uh, on the counter up there. But um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm just trying to look and see. My my biggest one is like the Sui Coden Two for PlayStation, and I that, that well, Ooh, so yeah, wow, yeah, that is an original. I just told you I didn't have originals. Um, that is an original, and this original Sui Coden, original uh, Final Fantasy Seven, um, and I still got a Final Fantasy Eight sealed. Um, which is not that it's the greatest hits too. So it's not that I mean, it's probably 50 bucks. Um, I started getting into those Vita. sealed games though, man, they've been going up in prices right now. And it's, it's crazy to watch the video game market, the, the, you know, the retro video game market, especially on sealed copies of games. Yeah. It's outlandish right now. Yeah. Cause I mean, think about it. You get an old school that obviously don't release them anymore. And this thing's, you know, 97, dude, you're talking, you know, tw- over 20 years old. And, uh, you can get it just fresh out the box. That's pretty good, dude. And some mm-hmm. people are sealed collectors, so you're obviously not a sealed collector. You like to play the games. No, I like I like playing my games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's interesting. There are a lot of guys collect for like I collect for nostalgia, and then I'm ended up playing Borderlands three, and then I just look over at my collection and like yeah, I got a collection, you know, and I'm just happy to play Borderlands three. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, and playing uh, Mana uh, collection on Switch. And uh, the old school, and that was really cool. I mean, I do got to kind of give you that experience when I turned on that uh, Trials of Mana for the first time. And it was weird because it's like a Super Nintendo game, right? And it just, 
it was like I just turned on a Super Nintendo game for the first time back in, you know, 93 or something. Yeah. And dude, yeah. it was so cool to experience that. Um, it took me back for just a minute and um, I'm still enjoying that game. And I do believe and, you know, a lot of people just write it off as uh, pure nostalgia. Oh, that's just all nostalgia, man. That's not really that good a game, but I disagree. And I, I always use the Me- Super Metroid, uh, the Super Metroid um, example when, you know, I never played that as a kid. I did when I, but I just kind of turned it off, didn't really get into it. And then I started getting into it later on on a virtual console and I did not stop playing that game, dude. If I turned it off, went to bed, of course, and whenever I got a chance to play again, I was playing that and I played it all the way through. So it was no nostalgia. It was all just fun. You know, that's an interesting argument, though, because uh, that's actually one that, that, you know, me and my buddies have is whether it's a good game versus whether it's nostalgia. And we've been we've been trying to come up with like a grading scale that we can give the classic games to that would eliminate the nostalgia and just say like, hey, is this a good game? Because the, the game we always get into an argument is the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Nintendo, the <laughs> yeah. original one. Yes. I love that game. Such a fun that's game. That's one of the best games. One of the best games ever made, best music. It makes me so mad, but still so fun. <laughs> it's just a grind, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so him and I had a challenge going back and forth where I wanted to get past the dam level, you know, the underground level with the seaweed or the underwater <laughs> level. I wanted to get past it without switching turtles. So I did it with Donatello. He uh, won up me and did it with Michelangelo. So then I was like, now I got to do this with Raphael, who is awful. Yeah. And it was weeks and weeks and weeks and I kept going, kept trying, kept going. And now Raphael's really one of my favorite turtles to play in that game. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just a matter of, of doing it. And, you know, games were different back in the day too. And, and I, I think a lot of it had to do is because like, if you look at Nintendo, when they were, when they released, they were still $60 games back in, yep. you know, in the eighties and early nineties. So you got what two a year? You got one right. game on your birthday and one game on Christmas. So they had to make them difficult. If they made them so you could just beat them, then that'd be it. Yeah. Well, my thing is that they were still kind of come. My my theory anyway is that they were just kind of coming, still coming into this home video game market because the arcades were meant to suck quarters, right? So they mm-hmm. assume video games are supposed to be difficult, uh, which has served several purposes. But you know, we were talk, me and Clear talk all the time about how. You know, it was nothing to like knit turtles. I still haven't beat that to this day, you know. And you let um, me know, man. I'll train you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, so, it, and it's like, uh, even popping it back in there, even putting in the, uh, I got the uh, US retro USB. And, um, and so I can put it, it's got game genie codes. I put it where the turtle couldn't die and I still couldn't beat it <laughs> because, oh, well, gosh. because when you get to this one, one stage where you jump over this, um, it's after you kill Metalhead or whatever, and then I believe it's Metalhead, and Metalhead or Slash, save Splinter, and then uh, you got to jump over this, it, it, uh, some type of, it's not a death pit, it's got like seaweed or something, but it's not in the ocean or anything, but it'll jump up and grab you, and if you, and it should kill you, but since I'm auto, uh, I don't die, it just sits there and holds me in place, and then I have to <laughs> reset the game, <laughs> you know, so... It's uh, so I still couldn't finish it. I just wanted to see, you know, the ending there. But I think the big thing for the turtles is that, at least for us growing up with the cartoon, you know, and I know that the the covers all they're all you know red bandanas. That's what the, that's for for the comic book. So I would assume the mm-hmm. game is based on the comic book instead of the cartoon. Well, all the kids that played it saw saw the cartoon and there was hardly any foot. So the foot soldiers were running around on the overhead view, you know, 
There was no real yeah, foot soldiers so, yeah. in there. It's all that's, enemies that's you didn't other, know. You know, my buddy's like, you're playing a Turtles game and you're fighting, you know. Fireman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, I personally like the second one, Arcade, better. And I love the third one, too. Uh, Clear showed me that one. That was a great one. Yeah, with the uh, Turtles in Manhattan. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the Turtles take Manhattan. And then, of course, Turtles in Time, which is the classic super. I, mean, I, bet, I bet that one's going up in price. It's oh, been yeah. going up. Yeah. You know, another good one is the Genesis one. And that went yeah. uh, that just went under the radar for so long. Hyperstone Heist. Yeah. That, that's a yeah. classic game. And, but, uh, you know, Sega Genesis gets a, they get a poor name, which is unfortunate. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Nintendo kids, Nintendo boys out there that, just push like all super nintendo so much better personally i'm a genesis guy there you if go you're doing the, if you're doing the console wars between those two i'm genesis all the way uh, we had like <laughs> splatter houses we had mutant league football oh yes we had, we had so many good games now you, Tommy but, now you're talking, baseball. Now you're talking my story there <laughs> <laughs> joe montana sport talk football Hey man, NFL football ninety four with oh, uh, Joe Montana on the yes, front. I love that, that game. Love that game. Yeah, no, and this it was good. funny because Madden's voice would always get messed up. Like you, he'd be like, he could go all the way, but it would just keep repeating, way, way, mm-hmm. way, way. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever read this book called A Console Wars? It's a no, big, I thick book, and it's about the guy that basically took Sega and turned it around, and uh, mm. and they ended up owning majority market share at some point. And I've gotten about halfway through it, uh, and, I, and I put it down, and I'm, I've kind of lost my place now. I think my kids pulled the book, you know, bookmark out, and I don't, I don't know where I'm at for sure. And I can't stand going back and rereading something that I thought I, and I'm reading it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, dude, I've been reading this part. I've read this before, but it really talks about how they did that uh, with putting Sonic. Because Alter Beast was the first pack-in game. Uh, then they came out with Sonic, and it was a big deal for the guy. And I can't remember what his name is, but he is a genius marketing CEO genius. And I wish I could remember his name. Is he the one that did the uh, Sega does when yep. Nintendo? And he just said we're going to fantastic marketing campaign, a marketing absolutely campaign. God, I can't say that. Well, it was we a big just... deal for them to put Sonic as the packing game because that was their big mm-hmm. seller, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were like Sega of Japan would push back every step of the way. Um, even though he's telling them how Americans think and blah, blah, blah. That was his job is to kind of be the manager of the of the American part. And, um, and they did. And that's what started pushing it. You know, the cool kids and all yeah, this. Yeah. Sega became the cool kids, man. Like yeah. they really were. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I didn't really own Sega, uh, very much. I ended up trading clear for, you know, we had all these deals going on. And that's how I got a Sega. And, um, I had a CD, Sega CD, Sega 32 X, but, uh, and I owned a Dreamcast yeah, at that, some point for a minute. I had that monstrosity of that system, and then I went to the Saturn. <laughs> and, and I mean, I just I loved seeing that uh, Sega CD attached to the side of the Genesis, <laughs> and then having that 32x click down into the, the top. I mean, that was just it was need, a wonderful thing. You need four wall outlets to yes. power it on. <laughs> backup generator. It's like it's on life support. That's literally what it looks. That's what the game angry video game nerds. Say. My parents got <laughs> so mad at me up for that electricity bill that that day. I re- I remember that first month I played it that they did like why is this bill, bill? Why is this bill like two hundred dollars? You know, back in the day, this is back in the nineties, and electricity bills like two hundred dollars. Power costs I'm like, money. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sitting over here with these like you know, four power strip outlets going on and everything. And they're just like, 
they didn't know i kind of figured it was that because it's like you know to play it i have to have five things plugged in to play it so it's 32 bits of phone bill with all the tip lines Uh, oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah 900 numbers so let me ask you this so i got a couple questions i want to ask so with seeing there with your wonderful beautiful collection behind you what is out of your entire collection what is your favorite game out of your entire collection uh, so we actually already discussed it, but it has a story with it. Um, I was I, I lived with my grandma a lot when I was a kid, and I would play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over there all the time. So one of my favorite games is Blaster Master still, but you know I would play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and me and my cousins we'd all play it. And so you know my grandma passed away, and her stuff got dispersed, and I I wanted the Nintendo just because of the you know I remember growing up with my grandma and playing that. And she would play with us too. She was a madman, but <laughs> playing playing with these kids. But I went over to my cousin's house one time when I was back home, and my my cousin Johnny he pulled the Nintendo out of the closet. You know, he hooked it up. He's like, "Dude, this is Grandma's Nintendo." I was like, "Are these Grandma's games?" He's like, "Yep." And I was like, "Dude, you got to give me turtles. Like, you got to give me." I, I always actually it was weird because I, I everywhere I go I carry some. I drive with Nintendo games in my car. Oh, and I happen to have turtles in my car that time. And I was like, dude, I'll give you my copy. Give me grandma's copy. So I got, I got, uh, got my grandma's copy of Teenage Mutant Turtles, one that we played. All my cousins and my grandma's nice, played when dude. I was growing up, man. And it's just I couldn't be any happier about that. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. So, what's, hands down, best one. What's the hardest one you have? Ghosts and goblins. I can't oh, get yeah, past sorry. that red level. <laughs> cannot get past that gargoyle, man. <laughs> Uh, gargoyle got his own series of games because he was so difficult to, to to beat i even played it on the on the switch with safe states i'm like all right man i'm gonna get him I'm like, i can't do it i cannot do it <laughs> that uh that by the way that reminded me that gargoyle what's his name oh he does have a name he does have a name i can't remember what his name is but he's on uh gargoyle's quest his, he's, uh, his got- name is dream smasher he obliterates all your dreams and hopes of winning the game. He's been doing that to me for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, he's they got Demon Crest. That's a very rare mm-hmm. one on Super Nintendo, and they have that out on I've the, been playing that on Switch, actually. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, I didn't realize that game was so good. Yeah, that's, that's why they have it uh, out on the Switch. So Nintendo did listen that we wanted Demon's Crest. <laughs> And uh, I played some of that last night. So that is the uh, God. What's his name? I can't. I can't let it go now. I just thought of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Don't let it go. Uh, I thought it was weird because I was playing that Demon Crest game, and it's it's actually Gargoyles Quest Two. I think it's the sequel yep. to that. Yeah, and because I played Gargoyles Quest Two, and I it just blew me away. So while I had he, the Gargoyles Quest on Game Boy Firebrand. That's his name. Yeah, I was gonna say. So while he's hunting that, I got another question for you. But I guess I'll ask you a question now. So, um, what was the hardest game for you to get in in your collection? Hmm. That's actually a really good question. I would say, really, some of these, some of the later games that I've been picking up, um, Moon Ranger was real hard. So I just found a copy of Moon Ranger uh, actually on uh, its um, video game price charts is where I like track my collection, and so you can be listed to you can put games on there. But I, I always forget to check it. But I have actually been scouring eBay for a copy of moon ranger and i've been I'm, I'm a part of a whole bunch of little facebook groups for like retro video game collectors and i put an ad out there i was like hey man paypal ready i need moon ranger who's got it 
and there's like 10,000 people in this site. Not a one said oh, anything, wow. you know. Yeah. And there are a couple copies listed on eBay, but they want like double what you know what what the what the price charting has it at and I'm like I'm not about to drop $400 on a game, you know, that's that's not priced at that. Right. But I just so happened to stumble across it and you know it was like a link to their video game store. It was just like so like stores around the country can put their games on the on the price charts and it just links it to their store. So I just just so happened I was laying in bed one night. I just looked it up and then it popped up so I clicked on it, but I've been actually hunting that game for a while. Um but besides Nintendo the hardest thing that I had to find was a so I got a laser active which was a it's a laser disc player and with you can it, it was like a karaoke thing but it came with like a Genesis pack, it came with oh, like wow. a PC Engine pack, a Turbo 16 Turbo Graphics 16 pack and I was hunting after one of those for a while for years and years and years cuz my buddy you know, once again, looking back, kicking myself, there was a company out of California that was selling them. It's a, it's a pioneer laser disc repair facility. And he just so happened to email them seeing if they had it. And they're like, oh yeah, we got it. So he got it years ago. He told (laughs) me to buy it. And I was like, I'm good. But so I finally, I finally found one of those. I see see that you, you have a CDI already. You already have a CDI. Mm-hmm. You just don't have the, some of the games you're you're wanting to collect for that. Yeah, I, I want to get. I want to. I'm debating on getting those games. You know, they're they're relatively cheap. I got uh, some of the better some of the better ones. Mutant League Body Slam is a pretty good game on there. Uh, the Apprentice is a pretty good game. Majority of your games on there are just trash, though. Yeah, uh, but I like trash games. <laughs> <laughs> so I see my one of my old school systems on your on your shelf there. What 3DO games? you rolling with over there oh man you got you got the kex you got road rash yep, family yep. feud for sure yes. uh, fifa soccer is actually pretty fun on 3do yeah oh what other 3do games i got you got return fire i'm like looking at them i don't but i do have return fire on the playstation that's yeah. one of my favorite games on the playstation yeah a capture the flag type game yeah so road rash for sure i bought road Gex rash. Is number one though yeah, Gex is cool. That that's what it came with my assist. I had had that back in the day, and mm-hmm. I had the Road Rash and Return Fire was their two big ones that we played. Uh, there's a Captain Cute Quasar that was really cool. Oh yeah. Um, but the Road Rash um, is there's something about that Road Rash man, and uh, I got the one on PlayStation. And it's just not the same. Nope. I, I don't know why. It, the, the, I know that I've, this, there's certain things like some of the videos are not in there. So Road Rash was like one of the first games on 3DO that, that instituted or implemented um, like real bands like Soundgarden. And there's a band called Paul, P-A-W, on there yes. that I really like. Hmm. <laughs> you oh, remember man. that? We watched that video. Like a, oh, it had video, it had music videos on <laughs> we- the game. We wore out that 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 game so much doing it. Cause I mean, just when you started up the music from Soundgarden right, right off, I mean, I hear it in my head right now. It's just yeah, so iconic. Sick, I mean, dude. it was a it was amazing just for the music alone. Oh yeah. And then uh, you know, I picked up uh, for the three. I picked up Plumbers Don't Have Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. <laughs> yeah, I picked that game up. It. Oh my gosh! Just awful. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's every bit as bad as everyone says. It well, is. since uh, since great. we're talking about awful games, I want to bring up your showpiece of your Virtual Boy. How many games do you have on that? One. One. one oh my gosh! Th- one. So I sent that to a buddy of mine 
who was uh, he was stationed up at Fe Warren, and he would go out to the field, and he didn't have a Game Boy, so he's like, he's like, send me your Virtual Boy. I was like, okay, man. So he was playing the Virtual Boy, playing the Virtual Boy, and years went by, and I just I was like, hey. My, my buddy still got my virtual boy. So I messaged him like, Hey dude, you still got that? He's like, it's packed up somewhere. I'll send it to you. And I got a random box in the mail stuffed with his socks cut like as, as <laughs> packaging <laughs> nice. and I'm like, what is this? I open it up and just socks. And I start pulling out my virtual boy sitting there. And I was like, Oh man, I was uh, pumped, funny. pumped. And then I played it for five minutes, got a headache and turned it <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's about how it went. <laughs> I've never, I, that's one system I've never, never touched, man. So let's just ask the question everybody's wanting to know. How valuable is that collection back there? First, first, how valuable is the NES collection? Then how valuable is the entire collection? So the NES collection, I got it valued uh, on one of my price charts at, I'm pulling it up right now, sorry. There's different price charting apps. And the one that I originally started using, it... It doesn't really track it that well, so they like they'll include like reproduction games that sell, and they'll kind of include that in their in their price. But it's much more preferred because of how easy it is to track your your game collection. And then the other one that I use is for value, so because it's more closely related to what actual people can find those games for. So the NES collection, I got it. $20,782. Nice. 20000 dude. And then the whole collection is close to forty-two. Oh, oh my god! But that, a lot of it I can't track on there. Like, I can't track my laser active. So, it's probably closer to 45 Not That's, Jeez, that's awesome. Dude. That's Which a- is, I mean, I tell people, like, that's a ton of money, man. Like, it really is. But I've been collecting for 20 years now. Right. And you didn't spend yeah. that much on it. Yeah. You know, it's like. You're talking over 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 a period of twenty years, spending about two thousand dollars a year on your hobby. That's more than doable. It's just oh, you yeah. got to start. Mm-hmm. You just got to start somewhere. Yeah. So since we all know that you like to play all of these games, is there any game in your collection that you have not yet played? There's there's a few games that I haven't played. So I, every game I get, I power it on. I make sure that it works. You know, I test it and clean it. But like actual playing them, there's a. A lot of the sports games, you know, like <laughs> Bases Loaded 4. I don't want to play Bases Loaded yeah. 4. I'm sure it's a great game, but, you know, I don't really want to play Bases Loaded 4. Yeah, these sports uh, games are cheap anyway. Man. Yeah, sports games. Jeopardy, like. Oh, come on. You didn't want to spin up Jeopardy? You, don't want to, you didn't want to hear Alex Trebek tell you that's not the oh, answer? Yeah. <laughs> He's Talk got the stash on there. Talking White. <laughs> uh, so a lot of those games, but. A lot of the actual games I, I do I do thoroughly enjoy playing. There's, you know, I was thinking about doing like a top ten list of like favorite games and then least favorite games. Goals and Ghosts yeah. would definitely be a least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't can't trash talk that game enough, <laughs> and it's only because I'm terrible at it. So, yeah, so a random is question. Uh, this is this is going to be a very random question. It just popped in my head since we talked about Jeopardy. Do you think, you know, because of course Alex Trebek has gone through uh, pancreatic cancer, he's had he has these issues and everything. Do you think that, and I hate to sound morbid about it, but do you think if he passes away that will actually increase the value of that game? Yeah, I, I would absolutely, like a signed copy for sure. For sure. Um, well, we same thing to- that happened with, uh, what is it, Moonwalker or 
for with, the Sega uh, Genesis yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson game. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah Michael Jackson Moonwalker. So, yeah, so when Michael Jackson passed away, I had that game on my radar and then that happened, you know, kind of out of the blue. The next thing I know, I was like, well, I'm not getting this game. Like, <laughs> yeah. way out of my league now. It'll go back down though for that. I mean, that's you know, I wouldn't see yeah, Jeopardy it, going it up because gone, of that. Yeah. If it does, it's barely. And it'll probably go yeah, back just down. barely, just because it's so common. And but like, if you had a signed copy, I think that would actually be pretty neat to have like a signed copy of Jeopardy in your in your NES collection. That definitely oh, would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like if you had uh, the the creators of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sign your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What's his name? Uh, oh gosh. Oh yeah. Ninja Turtles is obviously your favorite, your favorite yeah. game. You, uh, yeah, Ninja Turtles. There's a, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of them though, man. There's there it but, really is. But all of those Ninja Turtle games were great. That's the thing. Is yeah, like that's not, the there's not not really a bad one of those. That's what's so yeah. awesome about those games, you know. Yeah. But I mean, we haven't even talked about like the classic classics, the Contras, the Ninja Gaidens, which are incredibly difficult, but they yeah. keep bringing me back in. Yeah. That. Yeah. Some of those games. You have to mat. I mean, you really have to dedicate some serious time to master these oh, games. Sure. You have to master them to complete them. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's the, uh, I think it is Ninja Gaiden that is so difficult, and that the last boss is like three bosses or something. And if yep, you die yep. at one, you got to start the entire last stage over. Oh yeah, with none of your power ups, nothing. And you're like, so dude. It- <laughs> so <laughs> I got Ninja Gaiden too, but it is. It's a fun. It's fun. Uh, for some reason, and, and I'm, I'm kind of like you with the go- uh, Ghost and Ghouls, where you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get past this gargoyle this time," and no, mm-hmm. I'm not. Super Ghost and Ghouls just seems to be a little bit better, uh, just because there's not just a wall within the first like 30 seconds of the game, I guess. But uh, yeah, man, it's those games are, uh, you know, you feel you feel good, I guess, when you when you complete one. I was just trying to think of an example. I went back and finished Zelda 2, Castlevania 2, certain games I didn't ever finish before. Um, And just. uh, Man, I just beat Castlevania 1 about, probably had to be a year ago, was the very first time I ever beat that game. Yeah. There's no feeling and there's no way to describe the feeling of beating a game that you've been tr- that you've been grinding right you've been grinding this game 20 years and then you finally beat it it's just like <laughs> yeah. i finally mastered it mm-hmm. well, that's what yeah. I'm, gonna ha- I'm gonna have fun with this genesis mini here trying to beat a few of them because i never bought i never beat the earthworm gym game and um what else did i not beat uh the toe jam and earl i never did actually play the first one the, oh, is that the first? It's not yeah. the Panic and Funkatron. It's one? not Panic and Funkatron. It's the first one. It's the back of okay. the, the the one that they just actually did on limited run games. And so I actually oh, nice, ha- nice. I actually have a copy of that on the Switch, and we actually got one and gave it away on the podcast. And that was a you know it's an awesome little game, you know. And the one that from, from limited run games, it gives you like they actually recreated the original game book, so you have the full detailed game book in there as well. Oh, that's awesome. So it's man. really cool, really cool <laughs> nostalgia. But it's on a Switch cartridge. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about some of these mini consoles or some of these emulators or even having a massive collection, although the massive collection is not nearly as uh, impacted by what I'm about to say. But you know, like you said, you got two games a year or so back growing up. So you had no choice but to play mm-hmm. the game over and over and over until you finished it. And those are the ones that you tend to remember the most 
and you really enjoy the most. Um, with these emulators and stuff, as soon as one gets difficult, you jump into the next game, or you're you know you're changing into this. Uh, it, it, at least I am, and it seems like it. You know, when you're just kind of dipping your toe in the water, so to speak, for every game, you never really experience. And I think, you know, perhaps for this newer generation that could be why they're kind of like, you know, if they like don't really, they're not really experiencing the games like we did. Uh, obviously we got the, you know, this is the new graphics and it was super cool and blah, blah, blah. But when you are forced to play just that game until you master it and you get that sense of accomplishment and then what you've mastered carries on to the next level and then the next level and then the next level, you really just, that's really what playing these retro games is, you know, it's not just ex- turning it on and looking at it. You know, I never thought about it like that, but man, you are absolutely right. So I would put a game in like Silver Surfer. I would mm. put a, that game in and it's just incredibly difficult or Battletoads even. Oh, you know, I, man, I, I yes. got to it. I got to a certain point in Battletoads, you know, I got past the driving stage. I got to the ice stage and now I'm, it's like I'm a kid again. It's like, I can't get past that level. Let me put in another game. Mm-hmm. So I would just be <laughs> flopping games and, you know, my, my buddy Rob, he, he told me, he's like, dude, play Ghostbusters on the NES. I said, no, that's a horrible game. He's like, yeah. play, put Ghostbusters in on the NES. So we, you know, we were Skyping over a camera and he was walking me through it. He was teaching me how to play that game. And I ended up beating it. You know, not that time. I beat it. I put it in after him, like after we had done talked and I was like, okay, kind of now that I understand this game, <laughs> now I can go and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You don't, you don't allow yourself to get, it's like, it's like panic, elation, panic, like, it's just panic and then once you realize that you can do it and then you get to that next stage you start panicking again but it's like once you understand these games they become incredibly fun absolutely well i mean when you're talking about like the new generation of gamers they're they're not like we are you know like we've like you know all, all three of us said two games a year basically birthday christmas when you got a game you know these these new generation gamers they're on demand gamers you've got mm-hmm. on demand services that allow you to play these games and play any game that you want whenever you want for a low price and it's just it's crazy it's insane you've got you know, you know different services that are coming out you have you know stadia that's fixing to come out as well and so you've just got all of these options now to be able to play games and jump from one game to the next without having that completion factor there um i know hollywood's a big completionist on playstation with all of his trophies getting and all that and i look and watch these other people other gamers play and it's like if i just get to a certain point in the game i'm gonna put it down and go to the next game and it's like they can because they have a system that's connected to high-speed internet they can download the game and now they have it right there in their hands with not having to save up money or anything mm-hmm. to do it it's just it's it's on-demand gaming and it's just uh, i think it's kind of diluted the gaming world for us as well do you think difficulty has anything to do with that because like you know these old games we're talking we're talking about how difficult they actually are but then like a newer game comes out like ninja gaiden black or dark souls where it's like incredibly hard and it's it's the rage all the all you know all these newer generation gamers are talking about like man this game's so hard but it's so good oh yeah definitely because like uh, especially growing up you know all the games were really difficult growing up mm-hmm. with the exception of like a dark souls or a, a game here and there most of the games now aren't half as difficult as what they used to be um I hate to blast on Borderlands 3, but it's not as difficult as some of the earlier Borderlands. It's fun, don't get me wrong. I love the game, but I feel like I can get through that game a little bit easier than what I did when Borderlands 2. 
in Borderlands 2, mm-hmm. I felt like I relied on having Hollywood and our other gamers there to help us get through things. But now I feel like I can just jump on here. If I'm at least X level, I can get through this stage no problem. I just feel, I mean, I really feel like that the difficulty in games, with the exception of a handful, because like you've got like the Dark Souls 3, I think it is, that was just insane. Bloodborne, that was insane, had an insane difficulty to it. You just don't have as many of those difficult games as what you did back then. Back then, you had Ninja Turtles. You had, I mean, you had get you had basically back to back to back to back games that were just mm-hmm. difficult and hard to beat all the time, constantly. Now it's like, okay, well, here's our Bloodborne of the 2010s. Here's the you know Bloodborne of the 2020s. You know, you you have one or two that are that difficult. Mm-hmm. You just don't have like a mass amount anymore. Well, here's something nobody thinks about a bit. A bit. You got to think about the time too. So if you're a modern gamer, think about this back in late eighties, early nineties, when you bought a game and you bought, Oh, let's just see this ghost and ghouls. Let me check this out. And you check it out and you put it in, you can't get past the first stage. Well, obviously you just spent 60 bucks on it. You're going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Well then you, <laughs> yep. you get to stage three eventually you get to stage four. You get to the final boss. You got to understand, you're the only one that has seen that probably within your circle. There was no internet, to YouTube to look at or whatever. So you were the only one to see that. So now you have a distinguishing factor. You know, this guy's good at video games. Or hey, come over, bring your ghost and ghouls, and I want to see, you know, the next stage or whatever. I mean, I'm sure you got stories like that to where you go spend the night at somebody's house and well, I can finish Mega Man three. Oh, will you finish it mm-hmm. so I can see it? So you, you run through it for him, right? There was no you. You were doing. You were live streaming right then. You know, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. you just jaw dropped like what? <laughs> you, <laughs> you just killed Cutsman. And so, um, you know, so that was cool, and it was cool to have a difficulty. And so, so kind of changing gears here. So just kind of think about that, but. The uh, the difficult factor when you're talking about Silver Surfer. Well, Silver Surfer, I never played it, but I understand that it's more of a you know, it's the difficulty. You know, the hitbox is kind of ridiculously large, and uh, Silver Surfer dies with one hit, as opposed to like something with fine tuned controls, like a Mega Man, to where yeah, I died because I missed time my jump or whatever. You know, and I'm not picking on Silver Surfer. I don't know, but I'm just saying some of the games are poorly made, and some of them are really difficult because when they can make it feel like it's your fault for for dying then that's the ones that you want to keep going when it starts to get Mm -hmm. cheap it starts to be not fun yeah i'd agree with that cheap deaths are are never good deaths you know yeah um so and that's the thing with mega man like every time i die i know it is my fault like i messed that up I, i i jumbled this pattern up a little bit too much so yeah and so, yeah, you learn the pattern in Mega Man and you move on. Those are fun. You took the time to learn. Uh, and you're talking about Indiana Jones. And I, and I remember I bought the uh, the Super Nintendo version of Indiana Jones. And that's the ones of this LucasArts games. And, dude, they are brutally yeah, difficult. Yeah, LucasArts. LucasArts are great, man. Yeah. And so, the I mean, the Super, the super Return of the Jedi and all that. Oh, my gosh. That is just <laughs> it's so insanely difficult. And that let me switch games. You know, that's what I just keep doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I played the, 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 uh, Indiana Jones one and I was enjoying it. And then you got to run from the boulder at some point in the game. Well, your guy runs all the way. To, he runs left to right. So he's running to right. Well, he runs all the way. 
he's like against your screen, you know, the end of your, your TV. And you're like, I can't tell <laughs> mm-hmm. what's coming. And then you fall in a hole or something. And you're like, dude, now I got to, so it's trial and error. I got to keep memorizing this pattern. I don't like that. I like fast twitch. You know, if I can see it, if I'm waiting for it and I react correctly, then I'll sur- overcome it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, mm-hmm. And even Ghosts and Ghouls, as much as we hate on it, that still seems to be kind of the case for them. But, um, you know, some of these games are just, they make you die. Like, well, let's even look at Mega Man, where mm-hmm. you're, you still got chances. I'm going to talk, use the example of when you're falling vertically and there's death spikes and you got to move left or right. So you can see it coming. But, yeah. uh, you know, some of them will have, let's say there's like a spike in the middle of the screen. I got to go left or right. Well, to, to dodge that spike. Well, if I go left, and then I fall left on the screen. Then it's just a, basically a bucket of spikes. I'm going to die. So the next time I go, okay, now I got to go right because I can't get that's that's cheap to me. Mega Man didn't do that. I'm just saying that would be an example of a cheap death. That it's just trial and error. Battletoads did that a little bit with the with the rocket stages or whatever. But man, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's but anyway. So let's go ahead and uh keep moving here man the uh collection that you play do you do any uh streaming or do you got a youtube channel don't you yeah so uh i'll do we haven't got anything uploaded on the youtube channel yet um what we're trying okay. to do right now is do uh like old retro nintendo commercials like remake those nintendo commercials but <laughs> also <a> more, <laughs> that is sick uh, yes yeah a little more adult a little more funny you know for for people that are our age now you know that grew up with it so remake some of those old oh, NES commercials cute. but we'd like to do like some walkthroughs uh as well for some of those harder games because i'm good at some of those games my buddy rob is good at some of those games and you can look up on youtube like you know i, I looked up on youtube a bunch of times like you know ducktales 2 walkthrough or ducktales walkthrough and it's just a guy playing there's no commentary there's no tips or tricks on like what you should do at certain points in the game so you gotta like focus all your attention on it but no one's for lack of a better word you know holding your hand through that game to teach you how to play it um so we'd like to do that like actual in-depth walkthroughs uh, there's one guy who actually did it with Battletoads. is a uh, bootsy beats i don't know if you guys check that out on youtube it's like mm-hmm. a bootsy beats where he actually sat down and talked to you about what to do at certain points in the game to get better at it and that's cool uh, you know we'd like to do something like that and i stream so sporadically you know you gotta to really like make it as a streamer you know you gotta have a set schedule and do all that stuff and with work i just don't got time to do a set schedule so it, my streaming mainly is just to hang out with friends that i know from all over the right. world for my travels you know so i'll jump on there and my friends from japan will be like hey man what's going on so we'll just talk while they watch me play a video game yeah yeah dude that's that's what it's about man and that's that's kind of be got to be the first thing you know you gotta have mm-hmm. fun doing it just like the podcast you know we try to have fun doing it um and if it's not gonna be fun then we just won't do it i mean it's like you're talking about with your stream and stuff <laughs> we've definitely yeah. had some tanked podcasts that were just like oh <laughs> yeah you're telling me about the uh one of the cool things you did on your stream i thought would be pretty funny to talk about it's like when you're playing Mega Man, and then if you die, you got to eat like a jalapeno or something. Oh, yeah, man. It was the Spicy Boys challenge. Yeah, Spicy Boys. So it was every death was a jalapeno, every E tank was a Thai chili pepper, and then a continue was a habanero. Ooh. So <laughs> my stomach was 
it was just wrecked for the next two days after that. So I'm horrified to do it again. But, uh, you know, I had so many people watching it on Twitch and on Facebook and they're like, hey, man, when you when you doing that again, when you doing that again? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know what it is about what. Spicy food. I think I'm all flushed out now, so I think I could do it again sometime <laughs> soon. But the ghost and ghouls. Oh like man, that. I would just die. <laughs> <laughs> just pour the habaneros so, down yeah. my throat. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. We we do a lot of stuff challenge wise. So I was just going on with a challenge. Like uh, we do like pocket sand. Where I don't know if you ever seen King of the Hill, where he throws sand in, in people's faces. Dale go around and be like pocket sand. So. We came up with a challenge to play blindfolded <laughs> with someone instructing you on how to play. And uh-huh. it gets difficult because, like, they're seeing that hole in Mario 1, and they're like, jump. But it takes, like, you know, I have to hear that command, and then I have to process it in my brain. So it's, like, half a second off. So they're saying jump <laughs> yeah. at that point, and then you just fall in the hole. You just jump <laughs> in square like, holes. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we did that. We got a Blue Steel challenge. You ever seen Zoolander? Yes. Blue Steel. So I got an NES controller where I disabled the left button because he can't turn left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so we do we do stuff like that. It just makes it fun, man. It just makes it interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That'll be that sounds like a lot of fun to uh to to watch and stuff. Where can we find it at? If we somebody wants to check it out. Uh, so the Twitch handle is Rob and Rob, so R O B and then the word and and then R O B B. So like my first name and his last name, so Robin Rob, and then the Facebook is actually Robin Rob as well. So Facebook, whatever slash Robin Rob, you can check it out there. So okay. we got like our own little Facebook landing page, and we'll post on there periodically. We'll do polls, you know. Like I did a poll, you know, I was playing Disney games one night, so I was like, "What do you want me to play? Ducktales or Rescue Rangers?" Rescue so, Rangers. <laughs> oh yeah, Rescue Rangers one for sure. That's a fun game. Yeah. Well, you'll have to you'll have, you'll have to give us a heads up next time you do a challenge, and we'll um we'll we'll make sure we put it on our Facebook page, and that way you um uh, we'll let our community watch it as well. Oh yeah, man, that'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. I was thinking about doing another Spicy Boys challenge, but oh yes, we'll please, see. <laughs> please. All right. That Thai ghost pepper is like the hottest one, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, that's what they say. Uh, or is it having it? Uh, is well, it, what do you the think? habanero is, is the hottest one. The Thai chili pepper was the Thai chili pepper was I because I you know I used an e tank and I just I just ripped it and then kept playing. <laughs> so my body wasn't registering it, and then you know I ripped another one and then just like I started salivating. I was like stopping myself from drooling, but I'm swallowing, I'm swallowing that heat down, and I'm like, oh my god. And then I messed up. I made a bet within the game, um, the first Wily stage on that dragon. I was like, because I die on that dragon, uh, you know, half the time. So I was like, all right, man, I'll make a bet. If, you know, I'm going to beat this uh, dragon first time, not going to die. And, you know, I looked at my wife. I was like, if that happens, you have to eat a jalapeno. She's like, that's fine. But if you don't do it, you got to take a shot and then chase it with jalapeno juice. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up chasing. So I, I had to eat a habanero. It was like a, just like a, a demented tequila shot. I had to eat the jalapeno take the shot and then chase it with the jalapeno juice <laughs> pretty- oh my gosh oh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a bad time all around i was just hot it was just warm so your, your wife <laughs> you even see your guy falling you. in the hole <laughs> you see your guy falling in the hole then you just see your mind it just goes in slow motion like oh this is happening there's nothing i can You're do like, about god, it no, god <laughs> no god no please no <laughs> this is done and i gotta do it oh man that sounds funny yeah but uh well cool man well dude appreciate you joining us man you're gonna have to come back on here when you get those last 35 games 
Yeah, for sure, man. I'll let you know. I got your number, so I'll oh, no, you it's, it's the last 29 now. While he was on here, he creaked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got some coming in the mail now. Little Samson and everything. Yeah. So, well, all yep. right, cool, guys. Well, appreciate you guys joining us. Check us out, facebook.com, H-N-K-E-X-P. Uh, like us, leave us a review, follow us, and uh, tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear. Anyway, man, thanks for being here, Robert. We had a good time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much, man. This was fun. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Later. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody.